0: Jerk practice. Sketch boys love to
1: reminisce. Yeah. Georgie Bush, Dick Cheney, Middle East, Tuesday. Conspiracy, truthy truths. Oh, no, I don't have it. (laughs) 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 They're (laughs) live. Steal a plane, Muslim plane. Movie with Nick Cage. Lottie Bin, Bin Lottie. The ticket, the tickers on TV. Crashing planes, fuel stains, mesotheliome. Ashcroft, Saddam, and I And we're all gonna die Into wars, fake dust The country just got must 2004, push back more Inside job for sure Remember 9-11 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it has evolved into such a better thing Than that
2: shitty stand-up bit that I, I gotta saw. tell
1: you, yeah I think I could keep What's interesting is I don't know much about 9 You know what I discovered? I don't know much about 9-11 you know, what, I, like, <clears throat> I, 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 I was like, or maybe you know what? I don't know a lot about a lot of things, but like, I was having trouble pulling <laughs> things out of the ether, like because I was like, oh, I just need a bunch of figures that were around. Oh, I just got one. Condi Rice ain't so nice. She just gonna drop some spice. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of the people <laughs> that were involved. But.
2: That's pretty much the uh, Billy Joel song.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I know. I had to obviously had to look at the lyrics to uh, to get that together.
0: Speaking of 9-11 conspiracy, we gotta talk about Maxime sometimes. Sometime case. Oh, I talk to Maxime, like, every week. We can have him on the on the cast or talk behind his back.
1: Oh, he freely he discuss
0: all of 9/11 conspiracy site.
1: Is he, uh, he, is he a truther? Yeah. Uh, he
2: and I just finished working on a, uh, uh, a script for a cartoon.
1: Oh nice.
2: And that's a good segue into I would like you guys to to read it just for feedback. It's a feedback thing.
1: You got it.
0: Right here live on air. No, you don't give, you that, shit of, don't give that shit. Away. Don't give that shit away. Don't give that shit away.
2: That costs ninety nine cents, baby. iTunes.
1: Hey if there's if there's JP in there, you better be I better be a, at least a voice.
2: <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, no, totally. Like it was the construct in my mind, I was like, well, if this were to ever be a thing, this is the beautiful receptacle for any detris JP weird idea that we have. Oh,
1: yeah. That's perfect. Uh, Yeah, so you send it over. I'll, I'll give you some feedback. Uh-oh, finger up in the air. It's New York, isn't it, Casey? Everybody's fighting over that data like a bunch of libs. And you and I are yeah. still goddamn clear out in the boondocks. <laughs> like, it really is. We've got so much data, it's coming out of our goddamn ears.
0: No yeah, need to repeal
1: net be. neutrality here. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing data. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let it rain. Stop Let the
0: bandwidth. Oh, Stop that, slathering yourself in bandwidth.
1: That's a funny uh, sketch. Like a bunch of robots letting it rain with data at, like, a, you know, I don't know, a robot oiling station. Let it rain. Robot oil. <laughs> Twist those screwbots, baby.
2: Yeah, I got so much data. I, I'm looking at it on my cell phone while I'm looking at it on my computer. My wife's watching in the living room. God damn
1: it! <laughs> and all and and, and uh, Manhattan. And all you have to do is live in the greatest place on earth, Henning.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: We have all the data, but you have all the culture, politics, art. <laughs> Sexy All the babes and dudes. Stains. Oh, man. man you're
2: going you're gonna to miss me sticking it to the New York Times this app.
0: Oh, God. Wow.
2: Tune in, brother.
1: Nice. Is it about FCC regulations and data? <laughs> no, it's about
2: a dumb idiot from fucking Ohio that nice. they hoisted <laughs> up into the. And it's not me. I'm right. not the dumb idiot from Ohio.
1: Uh, this, they're I, uh, about
0: to they looked him. outside of the city and are punching down at someone in Ohio. Oh, no,
2: they hoisted him up.
0: Oh, boy. Oh.
2: Too, too high in people's opinions.
1: Did he uh, molest a kid or touch a boob or something? What's going on this week?
2: Oh, no, nothing. He is the uh, second-rate alt-white Nazi in southwestern Ohio. He's only and number they two? Did, they did a puff piece on him.
0: For hoisting him up?
2: Yeah. No, it
0: literally was
2: a sort of, like, day in the life of the most boring pedestrian guy that works at a gas station who also runs a website about, uh, you know, well, you know, I think the Nazis were right. But he's very well spoken, And that's what the article is about. The article is about, like, how cool and how chill this guy is. And that's it.
1: That's an interesting. You think they're trying to, like, maybe suck, in, suck in a few righties, you know? Boost their papership? Is that what it's called? That's what I was
2: wondering. And
0: then, it's got to be the angle's got to be the mundanity of evil.
2: Oh, no, Henning, you have to read because it. They're not really. So many people were pissed at how much of a puff piece this was. Like, you can understand Life magazine doing a piece on Adolf Hitler in
1: I can't maybe that's cuz I'm not racist go ahead This
2: guy works on a blockbuster video <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, he is the most mundane pedestrian dude and they're like but he's real cool, he's real chill. That's a it's That's an, a whole article. It's, it's an about ed like,
1: obviously, right?
2: There's no but there's no editorial in it. Oh. Like that's why people are so mad. They're like they just did a piece about how cool this one dude is.
0: That's weird. Or how you can't tell what a Nazi looks like.
1: But that's the thing, they don't ever yeah, go can, that yeah, far. Are you They're kidding just like, man? Look at how cool this guy is. Huh? By the way, did you see that flag I sang you? <laughs> the uh Yeah. The, right. Holy Lord in heaven did I ever Oh
0: I man. Thought that was the, the visual equivalent of the song you just sang us.
1: Pretty much. Alright, so context is key, Henning. You gotta listen to the last episode. I didn't just I go had, Casey, I should I should context. denigrate nine eleven Somebody did it first <laughs> and I did it better.
2: No, I love when you went, I only changed one thing. And I went, Oh yeah. You just added the only thing that I can recognize.
1: Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh my God. Talk about Well, you'll get into the. So people out there, eventually you're going to Google search for this New York times uh, article, <laughs> by the way, if you just do a Google search "fat Batman," I could not believe yes, this shit. Yes. Google search <laughs> "fat Batman," and the first image that comes up is is our friend Timmy. I couldn't believe it. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> I showed Ashley, and she was like, "You gross what?" And I was like, "No, no, look
1: closer. Look at, at the Timmy. eyes. Like, oh shit!" I could not that believe
0: that is great that. for him. He needs to cash in on that somehow.
1: Milk it. Well, the thing is, maybe I shouldn't be talking about this because I sent t- Timmy's. Usually, it's real back to me real quick on a on an instant message, and I sent that because honestly, until I got confirmation, and we're confirmed, right, Casey? That that's him.
2: Oh no, that I, like that is definitely him. Uh, he hasn't confirmed it with me, but I know that dude. That is fucking Timmy.
1: It's <laughs> really gotta funny. be right.
2: <laughs> and <But> if <laughs> it's not, he's got another equally body shaped comic interesting through a
1: cowl god it, yeah i sent him the message though and he didn't get he always gets back to me quick and i just said seriously is this you like and i'm not like don't get offended it was just came up on a ra- i didn't say a f- random fat batman search <laughs> i said a random batman <laughs> search uh, random Batman <laughs> but I love that shit I love when life like you know where like also like life is so big and then it just comes down it gets so small it happened in New York all the time like when you'd be in like an, a neighborhood and you'd just be like I'm in this city of 10 million people and I just bumped into somebody I knew in you know flushing uh, but on the internet that is that is awesome because I, I had the same thing I went Meg look at this idiot that's fucking Timmy <laughs>
2: Yeah, like how weird was that like like there are how many images of Timmy on the internet? Right. It's like there he is, right in front
1: of you. But this one isn't like credited. Like I don't think it's from like a whitest kids sketch or I think I remember that cowl. Is it possible that that's from Watertown? Oh that's from that's from the Whitest Kids. Did they do it like a sketch like where Trevor played Batman and he answered questions? Does that sound familiar? No,
2: they did a bit where they got money from pianos.
0: Yeah. and it was that they yes. did a Joker bit
2: where they're throwing out money, and Batman's like, "Stop, stop!" And they were literally throwing dollar one dollar bills. bills
1: into the the
2: crowd. I remember the comedy that.
1: Show. Like the, you know what? And Batman's like, "Stop! It's poison! Stop!" <laughs> Some, oh, I see. Something <laughs> triggered in the back of my head, Casey. Like something weird. Like like almost like. You're confronted with something from a blackout? Like I was like, I think we were there for that picture. That could have been that night very for all possible. I know. That could have been in our apartment, for all I know. Like it's it just may have even been the night where You may have taken that picture.
2: JP member Brent Reinhardt was with you and then you guys walked down into the heart of darkness where it was you, Brent and Timmy, and you guys oh, had that fucking long night into the nether world. And I don't know why I wasn't with you, but the next morning you all were so sallow <laughs> and sunken face. And the only part of the story I could get out of you was from Brent, And he was like, we were in a basement that I believe the guy's name was Major or Sergeant. He made us watch German scat work.
1: It was <laughs> like so, in an abandoned house. So we were in downtown Brooklyn. And Timmy apparently knew this guy. He was an ex ex skinhead tattoo artist, covered in tattoos, had a lot to drink. But like, he was one of those guys. It didn't matter if he was drinking or not. Casey, do you remember this kid that used to come drink at our bar, at Trailer Park? His name was Drinks. Yes. yes. He, so it it's just, it's just
0: that's <laughs> what you
1: do. Yeah, that's all he did. Uh, oh, he did cocaine too. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Snort just doesn't have the same ring to it. He uh the thing about it's it's just that classic bald white guy jeans t-shirt tattoos drink or not they're just always too fucking aggressive even if they're happy or sad it's like, yeah. ah, I don't want to be around this right. It could be this coffee. Energy. It could
2: be Pokemon cards. Yeah. It's whatever it is. It's just like, yeah, man, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So Timmy knew this guy, this tattoo artist, and we were drinking at this bar, and he's like, come back to my apartment. And okay, sure. Timmy knows him. Timmy vouchs for We end up going to a basement apartment in Brooklyn, like uh, like uh, like what used to be a storage room. You know? Uh, yeah. Um, and it had just been converted. So it was super, super simple. And this, this will be important when you, when you realize later. Um, but we find out like this kid is one of those kids that's super, super wealthy. His dad does all this real estate stuff. So he, owned, his dad owned that building. This kid could have had a normal apartment in that building. or Is it the Donda Trump? Yeah, right. Exactly. This is skin, skinhead Trump. Um. What's a better name for... Yeah, what's a... what is there a Skinhead Don mix names? Skin, skin Don? I don't know. Uh,
0: uh, romper Domper.
1: Romper Domper. Oh, there we go. But this kid could have had whatever he wanted. This kid probably could have had an apartment in some other... In Manhattan in some other building or whatever he wanted in his dad's. But he was punk as fuck. So he wanted just this ratty basement room where he could draw on the walls. Very uh, very J.K. Joey Creasy esque, which is great. The apartment looked cool. Like it literally, it was just like the walls were tattooed up, and then there was just an axe, and then just <laughs> a, a straw mat for a bed, and a TV and a VCR. This is important how simple it is because there was also another room where you would just say, "Oh, that's clearly the bathroom." It was like a stu- like a one room studio. So this kid's talking us up. He's like. Check this out. And he puts on, and you guys know me, I'm disgusting, but we all, now this will prove that it, much of it is just an act because he put on legitimate German shit porn and was like, check that out. That's a hemorrhoid. And, <laughs> and I looked and I, it instantly made me so nauseous that I ran into the bathroom. But it wasn't a functioning bathroom; it was just a bucket. So I threw up in this bucket, and this super aggro ex skinhead guy got really, really mad at me that I threw up in his bucket. That's my soup bucket, right? So, anyways, I don't recall how we parted ways after that, but it was a uh, it was an interesting night to say the least. Miss, I was telling Henning well, before you came back. I was like. That's the New York I miss, baby. But, like, I was telling him, like, I'll see a movie now. The
2: Rat Dad's Chump Bucket?
1: Yeah, it's definitely the Chump Bucket. I'll see a a movie, and I'll have something, like, even, like, a night cordy like, some guy shitting in a pizza box. And I'll be like, oh, New York. (laughs)
0: Uh, Home.
1: We'll still be home always. But, uh, I don't know. How do I get on that? Um... How do we, how do we, scorch, that one? No idea. <laughs> we we're,
2: were talking about, uh, Jimmy the
1: Batman mask. Oh, right. Yeah. I, that's on the, that's It on... definitely was a basement. Like that's
2: oh, yeah. not like, it wasn't someone's home. Like that was, he very well could have fought his way out of some situation. It could have been in, in those. Photograph.
1: It could have been in those weird catacombs at UCB. Oh yeah! Remember how fun those were? Like the the <laughs> like concrete hallways where everybody else would go to smoke weed and like get laid, and we would go to rehearse our lines to death. <laughs> <They're>
0: like <"We're laughs> <trying> to
2: rehearse <laughs> our lines and see how far we could get into the Grissivis basement.
1: Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I hope that's the same way under UCB. I love. I loved that we got to. Uh, Because UCB is such an iconic place. I love that we got to kind of roam around like we were we were scumbags even then like to a quote unquote punk as I keep saying that, but quote unquote punk comedy club because they were like, guys, stop drinking. These are for sale stop drinking all our Red Bulls. We're like, yeah, but there's a Paladin back.
2: <laughs> yeah. We thought there was the Green Room. are like, the Green Room's inside. You're and, in Gristini's main floor.
1: And that's not, and you guys aren't, uh, you guys aren't uh, Norm McDonald. The drinks in the Green Room aren't for you.
2: They never were.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't touch anything, all right? We were in everybody's costumes. They're like, guys, guys, these costumes are organized by show. We're like, Oh, well, we just keep our own like just random in a closet. They're like, don't touch this. We brought
2: stuff. our own twelve pack. They're like, you brought your own beer. Like, we have beer here. You're supposed to pay. We're like, yeah, well, you know, always be prepared, man.
1: I love that. That was so fun. Yeah, I had. Uh, I love that we had the worst shows of our or sketches of our lives, and, and some of the best shows at the UCB. That's good. Now all I got I is the what- Kiowa Comedy Club.
2: I don't know if I ever no told local. you, Hansie. I tried to flirt with Rachel Dretch on your behalf. I know, right? Well, <laughs> in the basement
0: of UCB,
2: slobby-eyed, sweaty, like two in the morning. Like it was because of Timmy. God bless him. Like we were hanging out, and he was like, "Oh, I can get into the the SNL after after party," which at the time was. Always in
1: at UCB or that Peter McManus right or no the party party McManus. was at UCB you're right you're but right.
2: this was like the like fucking music dancing there's a keg like
1: didn't you call like Keenan Ivory Thompson like a bug eyed sucker uh, something like or Keenan Thompson Keenan Thompson
2: Keenan no. Ivory Thompson oh no <laughs> no it felt really bad because like I was like it's Keenan and like he was with like two friends oh.
1: He's a cool Like I wish though. I'd made
2: more of an effort to like hang out with him, but I was like, no, man, I'm young. That's Keenan. I'm going out. I'm going to meet some chicks. <laughs> we just got fucking loaded. Oh. And we had only been there, like, uh, it was probably that same, like, it was that fall yeah. that we
1: lived there. Oh, you, yeah, right. It was right. just like. You're still a little fresh, so a little green. And just,
2: you know, like, Timmy was there, but he left. He left me to my own devices, of course. Oh, really? And I'd my old uh, art school roommate who had just moved to uh, New York, his name was Matt. So he was with us, and I was like, that's Rachel Dretsch. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Like, Hans has a crush on her. <laughs> and he just, like,
1: grabbed me at one point. she's like, she's horrified. <laughs> I wonder why I had a – I've had a weird crush on a few. I think it's because I have a – Kenny, you might – why would I ask you? I should have to look it up. I have some kind of weird – I don't know if it's a real fetish or if I trademarked a new one for lazy eyes. Is that for a lazy eye? Not two. Two is too much.
2: <laughs> two, too, too far.
1: Yeah, One's... boobs are good, but three boobs are—they have, you know, it's like a, it's they're sick. But uh, I, I wonder if that's—I wonder if there's a real fetish thing there with a, just a, one that kind of wanders on. Probably something that's psychological. Quick. It's like Jewel's tooth. Yes, a snaggle, yeah, that little snaggle tooth,
0: adorable. A little quirk that brings all the character to the face. I don't like a too symmetrical
1: right. face either. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if. Do you think anybody's got like a like a real gnarly one, like a nose hair fetish? Like, don't clip those.
2: Just, I like I like the wisp.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, tickle me with that. Just whipping <laughs> you. I will say, I give. I'll give old men a, a pass on many, many things. Nose hair is not one of them. I don't care if you're 100 years old. Get your caretaker to take a, a clipper to that. And I'm not I'm not perfect. I got them. They're there. But I, oh, me too. every once in a while, you get one that curls out and you're just like, that's insane. And then you'll see a person. How did I miss this? Yeah, you'll see a person with... Um, just in, I mean Henning, you're a sceptic, do you think we should not uh trim our nose hair because it keeps us healthier or something
0: uh-huh. <laughs> uh i don't I don't do much of it you don't uh, trim
1: i I don't believe that for a second, clean as a baby's face right there, look
0: at him, my sisters keep calling on me on it, and Aaron keeps calling me on it, so I must not be keeping up Ooh, to interesting. their satisfaction All
1: the right. facial hair and the nose hair nose hair.
0: Nose
1: hair. I never noticed
0: the, nose the, hair. The spider's creeping
1: Never out. noticed. Never <laughs> noticed. I actually... All right, this is a... I'm talking a, I, like do those give, shots I do give a,
0: like, a 90-year-old man a pass.
1: It looks like it, a Oh, no pass. No, listed. I'll, in
2: each nostril? That's hard to breathe.
1: I will, uh, I will expose something here right on the pod. I have a thing that I found actually not long ago because I got it before the wedding. It's a, like, wand... It's like a wand. I have a device that's like a wand with a little nub on the end, like a little ball. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And I you know what dip it in about. hot wax and then oh, you let it cool and then you put it in your nose. Or you don't let it cool, but you let it cool so you don't lose the sense of smell forever. So you have this wax. <laughs> you put it in your nose and it's this little ball and then a platform, almost like the a handle of a sword. So the handle goes uh, goes up to the handle. The wax cools. And then and you pull that, that out. out, and it's woo, it's damn woo, effective. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty
0: effective. Ouch.
1: Uh It's it, it's a good pain though. Like one of the things, like I have uh, we got our buddy. But then Chuck. you're
0: then you're completely.
1: That's bad. Naked in there. There. That, it doesn't that, it doesn't get them all. It keeps good. a few. It keeps a few like just so you know people don't Constant think you're an Brazilian alien. in the
2: nose department.
1: Oh yeah, I couldn't. So, yeah. Always wondered about doing the old uh, getting yourself like one old strip right down the back middle. <laughs> what that would feel like.
2: <laughs> from like the under, undercarriage down the middle of the ball?
1: No, like from your taint up, up to your ass crack, like getting your butthole. And the only reason I want to see, I want to do it is not for a sheer butthole, but I just really think I want to <laughs> see the, the leavings. Like I want to see like the... Mm-hmm. The mustache it leaves or whatever, you know, on the hair. I want to see
2: well, what it looks like, like. So are you just going to do the butthole <laughs> to the taint and then leave the rest hairy? So it's yeah, just guess. sort of like a like an a appetizer plate? <laughs> <laughs> like the hair is the lettuce
1: and everything else is the main course? I guess. Well, no, it's not even a sexual thing. I don't think. Maybe I'll like the pain, which would be a horrible thing, getting pins on your butthole. But I, did you guys ever, have you guys ever, I guess we're on it. So we're on it and we're honest. I have w- only one time in my life had a hemorrhoid. But the problem is I'm such a goddamn rube is that I didn't know what it was. So I thought it was cancer immediately. So I have this thing. I think I have this, it And it was right after um, somebody died of like colon or anal cancer. And I was like, oh my God. So, uh, I had this it's thing. in the news. Yeah, it was uh, Farrah Fawcett. And um, I went to the doctor, and you've never seen a more disappointed and uh, just, uh, I guess disgusted is the word, but not necessarily the hemorrhoid. He's a doctor. He sees a lot of things, but just at my idiocy, because I was like, ner- I I—I like, um, uh, I think I got a cancerous lump on my butthole. He's like, oh. Like, he's dealt with it. He's like, oh, all right, turn over. And literally, he just goes, it's a hemorrhoid. And, not, and he was, like, ready to walk oh, out. Oh, I just go, what do I do? He goes, nothing. pour salt in it? <laughs> yeah, he just goes, nothing. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, all right. There, yeah. So we so I've done that.
2: Like, I was like, I think my nose, like, I, I, I get, like, sinus infections. But, but also, could you, uh, you know, uh, check under the undercarriage? And it might be something bad. In there, like, what do you do for work? Well, like, uh, I do this, and I was like, but I lift cakes. Like, you lift cakes, you pull the muscle. So I was like, so it's not
0: okay.
1: Oh, I actually, I actually, I've got like a ticking time bomb. Uh, speaking of that, uh, I have, but I went to see. A, I'm a mess down there. I guess I went to go see a doctor for a lump on my nut. <laughs> and uh Jesus. And, and they're like
2: no nope, that's just uh, your other testicle
1: <laughs> no he was down there forever to the point where he had to make where he had to make the joke we're really getting to know each other now and I went Did oh, he put just stop first? stop but uh he uh he was just like i don't know you you just, you just you're you're in your 30s. You just get those now. I was like, you, all right. Those? But then he also like, he's like, I was literally like, okay. So I started to pull my pants up and he literally, I, this made me uncomfortable. <laughs> he literally stopped on my belt with his hand and <clears throat> kept them pulled down. He went, we got to do the whole gamut. So I had to do the thing <laughs> where he looks at it and he pulls and coughs, which I, you know, you got to do that. And he's like, oh, you got a hernia. I was like, oh, is that bad? He's like, yeah, it will be. It's like, what does that mean? It's like, eventually that'll, you know, it's a hernia. Eventually it'll come out and you got to get it fixed. Don't lift anything too heavy. So I just, I'm just waiting with like, a, <laughs> and then basically an opening.
2: You're like, no, no,
0: <laughs> So,
1: yeah, eventually. and, it,
0: and it, it came out below your, your undercarriage?
1: A hernia? No, what a hernia is, hernia? is basi- a hernia is basically like a, um. An but opening out, in your stomach, basically, or in your area, and it pushes you know, your stuff out into your nutsack.
0: And the nuts? Yeah. I thought it would come out through, through the
1: nuts. I just thought I through had a butthole. Nuts. Have you ever, speaking of butthole? Yeah, uh, belly, below <laughs> the belly. Have, have you guys? I thought were. No, well, I think it can come out anywhere. When I was a little baby, I I have a, like, a, a weak abdominal wall or something because I was born with my guts and my nuts. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Inver- like a fucking necktie. Like
1: I don't know if that's true, but I know uh, I, I was born and I had like three hernias instantly. So I think that's something to do with the weak wall. But have you seen that hernia that that one guy has where he's lifting weights or he's oh, doing a deadlift? God, no. A guy's just oh, doing okay. a deadlift. And, he and of just, course, it's
2: like Eastern Europe. It's oh,
1: yeah. Like
0: guys, I, I gotta go. My my director's leaving, and I have to yeah, tell him it. something before before he gets out of here.
1: All right, Hen. Well, thanks for popping in on on work. That's dedication right there. I'm trying my best. We're about to get to the uh, juicy
2: hernia uh, part where it comes out his butthole. I
0: know. <laughs> oh, it's juicy. I know. I really want to hear that.
1: <laughs> well, it comes hard, out his butthole. Butt and, <laughs> and it looks like a. <laughs> it looks <laughs> like a flesh donut. Go for it, Hen. guys. Tell that boss to screw. <laughs> Did he hear that? I'm sorry. <laughs> his boss said he was like, a am fired. Uh, oh, shit. We can oh, still hear Henning. Oh, no. That's not fair. <laughs> That's not good. Henning, hang up. <laughs> this will be like that guy. This will be like Fred Durst in uh, <laughs> right? in uh, in that documentary on HBO. What was that? he's going to
2: get Durst? cornered, and, and this guy's going to grab his pee. Oh,
1: God. Uh, yeah, there wasn't much more to that story, just, there's this guy, Eastern European, he's got the sickle He and didn't hammer. win
2: the gold medal, no, spoiler
1: no. alert. It's just so awful.
2: His intestines went into his arms, he got
1: really strong. <laughs> oh god, it's so gross. Oh man, what, alright, uh, you wanna introduce the pod? I guess, that was...
2: Hello everybody, welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. It's going to be a, a 2 do doofer with your classics,
1: Gage Van Heel and Hans, Hansi T. Dr. T. And you probably just heard Hen Dignity. We'll see how that audio Most turns likely, out. Yeah. Oh, well, we got to make it work. You, I hope you suffered through it, or if you didn't hear it, you will it's suffer through it. A, It'll be later a very on. Very
2: long cold tag. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, what's going on in the world? Nothing. I'm trying to think about
2: what. <clears throat> What's going on with you? You got a new computer?
1: Oh my God, I was thinking about this today. So I live, maybe you can give me an, an adjective or a descriptor. So I'm sitting here, well, you, I was you thinking- and I have never had a clearer connection in my life because I'm sitting here with a brand new. Um, oh no, I could take co- a snapshot, right? Yeah, I now. know. Brand new computer. Um, it's amazing. It makes you, you, you don't realize, you and I, even though all of our business takes place using these devices they are basically yeah, yeah yeah our lifeline to what we do and yet yeah. i will buy the stupidest shit in the world like <laughs> oh that's you know that's a signed poster of gumby you know like oh i gotta have it but then when it comes to like buying a new computer i'm like they're so out they're, uh, they're nothing's changed they're just they're just trying to they're just trying to Get some extra money off of me. It's it's playing oh, obsolescence. No, we we definitely that.
2: have the sentiment of like the old timers of like, I'm not buying a foreign car because I have a Chrysler and a Chrysler runs for 20 years. I ain't buying
1: an iPhone. Like machines, they give the you a flip one for free. It, yes, exactly. So anyway, uh, I now realize on this, you'd only realize it when you get a new device, you're like, oh my God, what have I been doing with my life? I could have saved yeah. a year off all? of my work. Like, easily, just with how slow that I didn't realize my computer was running. Anyway, getting back to a descriptor you can use. Listen to this. Yesterday, I woke up in a home that's been given to me. I went to the golf the the driving range and hit golf balls with a set of golf clubs that were given to me. I went to the beach and surfed on a surfboard that was given to me. Um... I came home and I did work on a computer that was given to me. What else? God, there was something else. It's just like, what? Are you St. Francis? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Are you a Franciscan monk? Yeah, I don't know what happened, but I just realized, like, everything. Like, I don't know why I'm. You know, I stress out about money all the time. I don't know why. Of course, yeah. I I don't know why. (laughs) Everything. It's uh, everything's coming at me like it just (laughs) falls in my lap. And I don't ask for it. I like everybody's just like super thoughtful. Um, yeah. So well, check the
2: cold tag because when you were born, your guts were in your nuts. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
2: It all comes back to you. Yeah, I it guess all that's comes karma. Back
1: to you. Yeah. God strangles my nuts with my intestines. So at least he gave me a computer later on in life. <laughs> Way later, you wouldn't understand back then. Oh God! Don't worry. Go get a computer. My nuts. <laughs>
0: my nuts.
1: Oh God. Uh yeah, so that that yeah, I don't know what the adjective because it's not freeloader, but it is. I'm I'm squatting. I'm once. Well, you accept a gift when it's offered. Yeah, that that's... you're not too proud. But and I you're don't frugal. And what's interesting about it is. I don't have that, I don't have, like, a good personality, so I don't know where, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like, like I, and that's a bad thing, that much just means I'm sad, that's why people are like, oh, just, let's let's find him something (laughs) to do, let's find him something to do. He's
2: the boy with his guts and his nuts. (laughs) That's gutty nuts. Give him a ticket to Disney World.
1: He's got his guts and his nuts. Oh, I think I got interrupted before. I got to write down that guts and nuts bits. You were talking about... Uh, I think it's really going to play. It rhymes and it's gross and it's sexual. Uh, there's a, uh, I saw an advertisement and it reminded me. I was like, oh my God, I told Casey I was going to get on stage by the end of the year. That's coming up real close. Because I don't... I, don't, oh, I, yeah, I work on cool. years like an alien. So I was like, a year from when I just said this. No, it's like years end. <laughs> right, so yeah. I... Um, I just My ha- calendar
2: year is
1: twenty months. Yes, it's the Mayan calendar. So I'm the real only twenty
2: one. years old. Um,
1: uh, I saw I saw an advertisement for the Kiowa uh, the Kiowa Country Club Comedy Hour, and I was like, oh god, I couldn't yes. get to the TV close enough, but like. Uh like 'cause I wanted to see. I was like, am I gonna see Greg Stone? Am I gonna see Anthony DeVito? But it wasn't. It was like it was it was local raw dogs, and you could tell from the headshots yeah. that it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good one. It was like uh Manstash Manstantian it's, it <laughs> it's just a bunch of
2: Burley Bill. <laughs> but that's the thing, you never <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Will Kerr. Uh, Danish Kerr in Bluey YK.
1: It'll just straight
2: up be Louis CK because he can't get any
1: more gigs. Yeah. Yeah. He just changed his name to Lawrence Casey.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And he's mopping for whiskey cokes.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've been so ruminated on this, but I wonder if – because the only thing I haven't heard about him – is how FX is going to handle him? It's over. It is? it is. Ashley told me that. Done. Jeez. What about like the producing shows? Is he just off of the production? But his show I is over, but- he'll Just take his name- Yeah. Make his name off, off
2: of it. I don't know about any show that he's attached to.
1: Or he would take his name off of
2: it. But I know part of like the um, Natero show that he produced- One
1: Mississippi-
2: um, like, she's even, like, sort of, like, questioning whether they should continue because of just sort of, it's not necessarily, like, sexually skeevy, but it had to do with, like, joke, like, stealing of jokes or themes right. or some shit where she's like, eh, if I, I'm out. Do you think
1: she feels, and and she shouldn't, but it, her dynamic is interesting, right? Like, super interesting <laughs> to me it it is yeah. all interesting it's it's all negative but like she must have um because there's an argu- she, she there's an argument that her career really stemmed from that performance she gave on stage to yeah. which Louis CK produced and put out and it became a phenomenon and then there's there's an argument that he launched her career her career was already very good and she was known within the world but she mm-hmm. became a comedy megastar right Sure, and his yeah. connections got her helped to get her the shows and all this stuff. But then her career skyrocketed, and she was pretty God. adamant about this guy's got to do the right thing. Like, and and you could say that his career those... got toileted as in a large part because of her champion that championing I this cause. Hope
2: like she doesn't get any blowback. Sort of like. Her career doesn't falter because of him because he foisted her up because she's so talented, yeah, she's amazing, yeah, and there's a part of that is like if you if you are a talented person who has power and you're able to like produce stuff of other comedians or other artists, like if you get to be in that position of like that Medici like I have money and influence, like I can be a patron to your art, yeah. Like it would be a shame if she sort of had to lose any standing or lose any of the stuff she earned because he simply produced it.
1: Yeah, I, I guess I don't foresee that happening. Um, but who knows? I don't know how that shit works. I first, I yeah, I said it before. I, I don't, know. yeah, never mind. I, I, I keep getting myself, uh, not in trouble, but in trouble in my own mind because I feel like I can't. Uh, I know that I can't make my point they they're perf in my head i've got a bow tie on my hair slick to the mm. side i hit my papers i'm on a podium you see the thing about sexual harassment and then when it comes out it goes uh <laughs> we should have a rainbow confederate flag there should be a set of <laughs> butt cheeks farting misconduct <laughs> it's like so just shut up just shut up about
2: that you're not machine. too far away from like what what's going on <laughs> <laughs> what's going on out in the comedy world when you're when your finger's not on the pulse, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Even when it is. Like comedy's bad. It's just bad. It's so subjective. It's so good. Like I love bad comedy. Have you seen and any of it? And I just re-listened to last? that last episode. Yeah. And you know, I was grousing about those guys, but it's so good. Even bad. Like it's bad to be in there, but like when you step away and think about it, like it's
1: beautiful. It's like, a good it's world just, to be a like, part of. So epically bad. Oh, man, I can't. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, when it's happening to you on stage, it's pretty I feel like, interestingly enough, and we got there towards the end, a better like, man, if if you're in comedy, and you can learn to embrace when it's going really bad on stage. That's like something yeah. that's really special too because especially if you have good people oh, that- around you, good comics around you that you can see after the show and they'll look like they'll be smiling but you just know like the rest of the night you guys are just going to get drunk and laugh your asses off about how bad it went, especially if you're a sketch group. Like a sketch group that had like a terrible show. May- We've had a few that we worked so hard on and then they tanked and you're just like, just I tank. can't, I can't turn it around tonight. But then there have been a few where we like, just tried to i'm thinking of like home alone episodes where it's like those jokes yes. should have hit but we just didn't have an audience and that was and when the jokes like we didn't deliver yeah. them right it's like we just got to um we just got well, to tear this I, up like i
2: was still like talking to people talking about it like talking about comedy i was like i did sketch and like up comedy is the scariest fucking thing sure to do on the planet
1: yeah Absolutely. And anyone
2: who does it, like kudos to you. If you're the worst, the best, like it's fucking great. Even onion eater. And what, like, and like, oh, what I loved about sketch is like you have that ability to, like, when it's when you're eating shit, you're like, ah, it's that bit. It's the sketch. Sketch sucks. Not me. Not <laughs> oh, Hans. Not yeah, Mitch. Wow. Not Henning let's hurry up and get to the next sketch and we'll win them back. Like you don't have that instantaneous sort of, I I feed the audience and they go, I don't want to eat your shit. And you go, okay, sorry. Here's the second course. May still be shit. Like <laughs> the sketch, you have a little bit of buffer and it's like, you didn't like my character of Sakima McGundy. Maybe it didn't hit with you. The references didn't, but maybe the next sketch, and you get that courtesy of the setup and then the payoff, hopefully.
1: And we always had – think about this, too. For a lot of our – the way we format our shows, we always had this sweet reprieve of videos video, between sketches. Yeah. Jesus. And we are like, we're fine. Jeans is up. And it's yeah. like, all right, there you go. Like, it, nothing – I wish if, – if I could go back – I wish, uh, um, no, not no, no, go back anything. Nothing worse though. When <laughs> oh, not, uh, when everything's bombing. <laughs> not only that, when everything's bombing, but bombing or good. Maybe it's even worse when your sketches are killing, and you the videos just keep having tech problems. So like oh, you yeah. can't hear the yeah. audio, and where there's an like, odd like <laughs> uh, scratch <laughs> so, or some sort of God godforsaken – We, I mean, let's be honest, like, the most well-produced, because we had a producer and a director, was that show we did, B-Squad, and yet for the fucking life of us, the tech was so, and we spent so much time on these videos, the tech was so stupid, because they didn't even install, it's such a simple fix. It's such a simple fix that I'm still Mm -hmm. mad at us for not fixing it. Yeah. Like, we should have went, just give me your fucking computer. But it wasn't our computer. It wasn't our job. No. Uh, and so like, how can you be a respectable ah, – this guy's a really good guy and we, nobody will know who we're talking mm. about so that's fine. But like be a te- – how can you call yourself a tech guy if you have to show a video for a produced show where people are selling tickets where your show is on a literal marquee out of a show and mm. every video yeah. has to have like a fucking uh, street cone you see the spinning around yeah. and a desktop to start it. There's no reason for that. That's no reason. I no, The reason no. I know that is because we did a show a decade earlier in a smaller yes, market and it. it was so goddamn clean. You know, it's just that would that would that always kind of bummed me out. But whatever. It's not like it's not like we were crushing
2: yeah. them. Uh, Lord, My- not like Lord Michaels was in the audience. Oh, I know. Or Amy Heckerling. Oh, yeah. I
1: think we probably told that story, but <laughs> yeah, we sure I know we walked did, her for sure. Hey, you know who I'm going to be able to? You know who lives where I
2: live? She wouldn't have even have liked the sketches we did, anyways. That we poured, that we got into
1: a fight over. Everybody was so heated. Oh, did they we weren't good sketches? I we, don't know why. Did we fight that day? Was that Sneed? I just remember it was
2: Sneed. Oh, which fuck. is a fun sketch, but it's not worth fighting over. No. It's that worth worrying about, Amy Heckerling
1: Over? <sighs> did did we? We didn't it's, know she was coming till late, late, didn't we? Do we know earlier? No, it's true. We didn't know it was until late, so we were like, let's rehearse
2: the shit out of this football sketch with the villain from fucking,
1: like, silent movies in it. <laughs> she wasn't... We could have been, honestly, to be honest with you, uh, unless there was something, like, right out of the gate in the first minute. I right?
2: think it was a man in the wi- in a wig. You're right. Named okay. Amy. That showed up. Right. Like, there was, it was... I feel like there's a camera on us and there's a video of us like fighting on stage because they are like, you gotta get it right. <laughs> and it was more so me. I remember getting so mad at myself. No, no. That and I was, was yelling at people and I was like, I gotta take a walk. I gotta I, get this I shit I remember down. we had to
1: walk but I couldn't get it because I remember I- I wanna uh, be in Clueless too. I made that horrible, tr- sometimes you make like a, a really big acting choice for no reason when I should have just played it. Like, so I played Sneed and I was like, I'm in a serious need, but like it was so much bigger that I couldn't, you know, when you go big and you can't hold it. So I sure, just, yeah, I remember yeah. getting so frustrated with it. I think I had a cane or it was, had a golf club as a cane. And at one point I like <laughs> threw it up in the air and it almost hit Brad Sternagle. And he's a pretty <laughs> high strung guy. And he even, he was like, Holy shit, guys, ever. guys, chill out. And that's when I knew I was like, <laughs> I got to go for a walk. So we're all out walking. And like, I was going to say, it wouldn't have mattered if we were the best sketch group in New York at the time, unless we did something absolutely in her wheelhouse in the first 30 seconds. Amy Heckerling came to that show to see one person for five minutes, and she was out. She was not going to stay for a feckin' sketch group oh, in a no. black Was no. So I don't. I don't feel – I think we might have walked her earlier than expected –
2: I think we started the show promptly at six o'clock in the evening. Right. Which that show was scheduled for seven, question mark.
0: Right.
1: I think we we never started before nine o'clock ever. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember, I remember like, like we're like, uh, we, were we doing only like have a lunch matinee. We we only have three people in the audience. Should we do the show? And I just remember like, we were like chilling. I was like, yeah, I guess we will do it. But like, Hans, you don't even have shoes on. Like, all right, all right, let's do it. I'll go find some shoes. That's so- <laughs> no, right. we hear that so
2: often. Like, and I feel like I don't feel bad because at the time you're like, you work so hard, and then you're kind of like, no one's here, and you're looking for any excuse to just like, and eh, let's call and just like and drink and hang out. Yeah. So there was that one week we were like, yeah, no one's here. Oh man, that bridge collapsed in Minneapolis. That's
1: where we used to live. We better just call the show. Let's just call the show <laughs> that I didn't know that happened. I didn't know that happened. Hey, that was a great I hope I can find it. Remember when we were watching that the old bridge collapse, and there was one guy like let's of course, it's us to focus on like this weird aspect, so they kept interviewing the same guy, and he was not concerned about the bridge collapse or people on it. This pretty, effeminate guy who probably got picked on his whole sure. life. His, his, he just saw California it as brother. the biggest, he was a California brother. He, he just was like, finally, I can set the record straight. I'm on camera. So he's like, yeah, the Minnesota bridge collapse. I'm glad my girlfriend's okay. Anyways, I was on the phone <laughs> with my girlfriend and she was telling me, um, telling me about our relationship oh, wait, because we're she's in She's calling one. right now. Look, <laughs> it's my girlfriend. <laughs> he said it 15 times. I could, we were just cheesing out. He's like, yeah, 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 you know, my girlfriend takes that bridge all the time for us to go on dates.
2: It would have been, of course, it would have been a shame if she was on the bridge. Because
1: then I would lost my girlfriend, which I definitely have.
2: I mean, she's from Canada.
1: You guys, you know about Canada, right? I remember that bridge collapse. I've never heard of her. Did anybody get hurt in the bridge collapse? I don't Um, want to be, I don't want to. I, I think
2: there may have been injury. Like, I don't recall. I just remember it being... Like, I'd hate to make light of it if it yeah, was, a, like, I, I a massacre. That,
1: but...
2: Like, it was terrible. I don't think it was...
1: Sp- there may have been a few deaths. Well, the point... Eh, it doesn't... It's been long throw enough. throw me
2: in the show, tin I'm uh, in the tin.
1: Uh, no, you're in the, the Novi tin, in that crap we don't know. Um... I, uh, I want to say that was like a time when any little thing happened in any other region of the country where I feel like, and hear me out here, I feel like a lot of people, this is a, a hypothesis I'm working on, a lot of people in the country have nine eleven envy, mm-hmm. meaning sure. okay. they're like... They they're part of the, 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 the social construct or the, the, the social consciousness when it happened, I know where I yeah. was, but then they will be in the room with that guy who's like, I was right there, motherfucker. I was breathing in the corpses. So when anything, any time a tragedy happened after nine eleven, like people be like, Oh, the bridge collapsed. It was our nine 11. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally.
2: Yeah. Like, and just the frenzy of that sort of news coverage. Yeah. Totally.
1: I guess it's not a very, it's not a very big, it just seems like, I just feel like people real, real bad wanted to, uh, well, it's the same. It's more so than ever. Look at any time a celebrity dies and I've been guilty of it myself. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, it's not that poor person. It's, do you see me saying it's that poor person? Do you see me grieving? Like it is a very, like, we're all like me, me, me. I want, I got to be part of everything. And it's not just with tragedy, but
2: that's the beginning of that but in our lifetime sure that sort of like compare comparative sorrow i guess i don't know what what like Ooh, that's how, that's a
1: the- that's a title baby comparative sorrow like how
2: how sad like how this is as bad for us it's right. not as big but this is our sadness like you're sad about I was gonna say Burt Reynolds. He's still alive, but like you know, like Barely. I'm sad about him, but you're not as sad as I am about Prince, <laughs> right? <laughs> or like, but then you burn out. Like you can't be sad about everybody. Like David shit, Cassidy. It's unfortunate. It's 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 unfortunate that people we like have to die. I was people we love have right, to die.
1: Exactly. You know what? Perfect example, I was I I don't know when David Cassidy passed away, rest in peace. But I was listening to a radio station, they're like, It's gonna be David Cassidy all day and I was like, I cannot listen to it's the same be, two 45 songs minutes. <laughs> over and over again. And they're like I was like, I alright, you know, you should do do what you got to do posthumously about, about people that have passed. But they were yeah. like, rock and roll legend. Like, no. Are we
2: running out of legends? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless your name is something legend or legend the Tom. Legend of. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, I, I just saw that like Ron Howard's dad passed.
1: Oh, really? It's so interesting. I just listened to a...
2: See, I was just about to make it about me. Holy shit. <laughs> see? You don't, you, where were you when Rance Howard died? <laughs>
1: I was listening to his son, the ugly-er Ron Howard, <laughs> on, uh, on a podcast, Gilbert Godfrey's podcast, talking about his old dad, Rance. Oh, Clint? Clint Howard, who... Uh, I feel like he's got a bad rap. That guy's a fucking phenomenal. He's a hustler, actor, man. and hustler. I saw him in. He was the first. W- he was Gentle Ben. He was yeah, the first he came, Howard in the biz. No, he did. He was not the first. Ron was After. first. Ron was first, and then, but he was the youngest ever come in the biz. Oh. Yeah, I I say that because I listen to it. I don't know why the <laughs> you pod, heard him say it. The from- podcast I choose, but um. Yeah, it's weird when you listen to those guys that have had that long of a career because they're just throwing out weird names and they know everybody and they know everybody that's directed and been involved in it because they're part of the business. But what I was going to say is, yeah, Clint Howard is so – it's so goddamn good. I was watching – do you remember seeing that movie Parenthood? It was actually directed by Ron Howard with uh, yeah, Steve Martin. recently. I watched it like a month ago. Yeah, I watched, I watched it Ashley on Ashley and my HBO. mom and I watched it. That movie is awesome. That movie it's is excellent. Really, it's such a really good, good. Yeah, and Clint Howard plays a scumbag soft, uh, oh, baseball dad. Yeah. He's, he's, he's so good. Lousy. Yeah, yeah, just so good, and he just has that look, like, yeah, uh,
2: and the, his hair, like, he is Clint Howard. Like you, you won't miss him. But the thick, he's got that thick, late eighties like dad mustache. Oh yeah, and just long, like he's bald, but it's a little bit too long. He's got that mesh trucker cap that all the little kids also have. Of course, It's just like, it immediately brought me back to childhood, and I was like, I know that guy.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: We played a- I played t-ball against that guy. He's the worst.
1: Yeah, I had a scumbag guy like that. He was actually my math teacher from seventh grade, too. He was a dad. He was a baseball player dad. Fuck it. His name was Mr. Lundy. He was a piece of shit. He was the worst teacher I've ever had. He was a fucking- Oh, yeah. Again, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but like there's teachers that you look back and go, I was giving that normal person a hard time. That was unfortunate. Maybe they weren't the best teacher because they just weren't very good teachers. But then you can, as an adult, look back and go, no, there's nothing to do with being a bad teacher. That guy was a fucking asshole. And talk about fucking, I don't know how this is. I'm hashtagging me too here. This is it. (laughs) Not, not on him. Not on him. Uh no. we had a teacher named Mr. Krantz, and he was a gym teacher, and he was in charge of the uh, swimming unit, and he was a fucking swimming slash. You're forgetting about pickleball and gymnastics. He was fucking too old and too, and he was really into gymnastics to the point where you would get was docked. Very much so. You would get docked if you didn't land of uh, whatever the hell you do when you jump off of. The the, try and I'll describe
2: his look. I'll try and draw a picture. He looks like an extra from Boogie Nights, right? Like yeah, kind of bowl cutty, comb over, little sideburns, mustache, big glasses, like and su- sunglasses most of the time.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely yeah. Or the ones that tint when you go in out outdoors. Oof! And then like the track suits. Yes. Well, no, he wore those high, high shorts, like oh, the, yeah. the the gym coat shorts, like all the stretchy, stre- yeah. stretchy polyester, mm-hmm. yeah. super high. But anyways, I'll I'll preface it. Oh, what I was gonna say is he would dock us points in gymnastics unit if we didn't raise our hand and do like the triumphant like bow to the fake Jesus judge. It's like that's not a landing. <laughs> um. <laughs>
2: And and that's one of the things where you see this old man. (laughs) All of those Watertown, those gold medalists from Watertown, South Dakota.
1: This is one of the great things about like things that make you laugh, but like there's no like punchline there's no joke. It's just you you laugh because it's cringeworthy. So it's gymnastics. We had him like at least for two years, that unit every year. And he would go in and this is a guy that was busting your fucking hump. All year about like being a man and being tough and being in football, but he took that weird same mentality into gymnastics, and by the way, gymnastics is probably more difficult than any of those other sports, like real gymnastics, sure. yeah, yeah, but he would get his ass on like. <laughs> He was really good at gymnastics, but he was a 50-year-old man that looked like an extra from Boogie Nights with a mustache and those gyms. <laughs> so all of a sudden he would get on those parallel bars and start whipping around. <gasps> <laughs> you just can't you can't help but just like bite your tongue laughing as you see him like zipping around parallel bars and take off. Rocking
2: that Palma horse. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Stupid. whipping
2: those legs around. And, he- and I was like, I'm a fat I'm a little fat kid. I was like I'm
1: never doing that. No, God, no. Why would you? And then the best part is he'd land, put his arm up in the air triumphantly, expecting us to be like dazzled. (sighs) Just like okay, you just in the the crowd
2: in East Berlin goes
1: wild. It's almost like that scene in Eastbound and Down where he's like on drugs and he's at the dance and he thinks he's being like super slick and dancing, and then it cuts to what people are actually seeing. It's just him running into
2: chairs and like slipping on the table. If like that's a perfect analogy, any of those Eastbound and Down vice principals. He's one of those guys. Oh, for he sure. He should be played by Walton Goggins oh with the god. fucking mustache and reflective glasses. Cause he's just that
1: guy. So what's that guy? Oh my god. Yeah, he's a character, but I'm gonna go like I oh I wanted to preface it. I don't know of any exact sexual allegations. I don't. <laughs> I don't. That's prefaced. No. I will say this. In the world we live in the the reckoning of um uh sexual conduct and and people getting called oh. out, this guy needed needs to be called out not for if he molested anybody, but I have a hard time believing no. that, that he didn't <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. well, you I know <laughs> I've told this story to people, and they're like.
2: You had to do what?
1: Yeah, exactly. So this is the behavior. This is inappropriate fucking behavior. And you know what? It's not appropriate then either. And I don't know why the fuck. Because it's not like at least 50% of us. I remember telling my parents like, uh, this is weird, right? And they're like, yeah, that's pretty weird. That's not okay. So the behavior <laughs> is we would have to go to uh, swimming. And then I, and, and the just Oh my God, this is so insane even now that I talk about it out loud. So... He would force you to take showers nude. That you had to take yeah. your swimsuit off you to take shower. Your swim trunks off. One, you had to shower after your swim. Two, you no, had to they have they your swim trunk. What's that? You
2: had to. Dr- yeah, you had to be. Yeah, trunks off. Shower. You had to dry. He sat in a folding chair between <laughs> the fucking like shower and the locker. Room.
1: Yes. You had to dry in front of him, and he would gauge if you were dry enough. And You're Casey, you had no to, touch, no touch. But also, you were not allowed to cover yourself up. Like you were not allowed to have your shorts on. You had to pass the drying inspection. Kids would purposely try and escape and hide oh, in yeah. the toilet. I was one of them because it was so weird. I didn't like showering in front of other kids, let alone this guy. Come on. That behavior My little is fucking ass, insane. Like,
2: hustled ass out and tried to like – because I was like – they're like, if you can get in
1: before he sits down you're and in. just
2: get to your locker and get changed, you're good.
1: You're but good. S- I've seen him pull kids back. Like he knows. All right. But listen – He saw that wet mullet mon- hat- m- of mine. But here was the argument. Do you know what the argument was?
2: You get cold on the walk back. No, you get the locker room too
1: wet. It's a fucking <laughs> pool locker room. That's what I'm thinking about now. In retrospect, it's a locker room made with drains to be wet in. This is fucking insane. So I got to tell you, like, how come should we make a formal complaint to the Watertown no, High School? He's
2: got some weird, like, it's like a fucking seventies movie. Like, there's some talking about like, that weird... kid he killed mythology attached to his ass like he was drunk driving and he killed some kid and that's the only reason he teaches driver's ed or some should that
1: give him a fucking pass though that's not a pass (laughs) that just put a predator around kids for longer that put the predator around kids for the summer right i'm not i'm not like honestly i swear to god he could hear like you could bring, like, because we've prefaced it that we don't know of any allegations, but I am not ashamed to say that this guy's behavior is, was totally unacceptable. That shit wasn't happening in the girls' locker room, by the way.
2: There was no weird female... Yeah, it was. It was me on the and chair.
1: <laughs> you, you ran away from crayons and got into the ladies' locker <laughs> because room?
2: Because I look like a woman I just put a bra on my rotund body with my long hair.
1: It's like me inspecting the... Um, the Saved by the Bell girl's in my dungeon. <laughs> Ma'am, that's not enough whipped cream on your nipple.
2: Uh, w- w- why is that hose ho shooting water? It should be <laughs> shooting sweet creams.
1: <laughs> sweet chocolate creams for... I was going to say something <laughs> stupid. For Screech. Um, <laughs> but, all right, so where's that? Does this guy still a teacher? He maybe did. <laughs>
2: I don't, not, I don't know. And
1: obvious. even if that's the case, I, I don't feel bad. Like that's not appropriate behavior, and you, you need to hear that shit bones? all the time. Yeah, you kept telling me to to give my to wax my butthole. He wanted to see the mustache <laughs> just down the middle, though. It's his favorite part. Oh, that's so fucked up, though. I hated every minute of that. And I think if you had him as a gym coach too, he like forced you to shower after gym class, right? Well.
2: I don't know about that. Like, I know, like, now in retrospect, it's like, it's middle school. Like, it sucks. Like, everybody's fucking self conscious. I'm just gonna play devil's advocate. Please do. And just like, he's just like, I don't want these fucking dumb kids busting their head. I agree, the not showering with your fucking trunks. I don't, it seems like a very dad thing. Like, I don't want them to wreck the goddamn gym floor. It's right. not the school's property they can't crack their head here and then we'll get sued like it yes it does seem but it just is also just like i kind of wish we could interview him because he'd be like you think i'm a what <laughs> yeah right i fucking <laughs> hate all of you <laughs> so much you like
1: so you're de- i'm going to devil's advocate your devil here your argument is that he loved us so much so he put himself On the firing line of having to look at all these young boys penises on a daily basis, every period for an entire week. I think we're putting
2: uh, our own awkwardness on top of it and to also have to be like. You know, like a generation before, like, I don't think he fought in Vietnam, but it feels very (laughs) much like a fucking. (laughs) (laughs) But it feels very much like old school, like I feel like when he was a kid. All the guys take P.E. All the ladies take home ec. When you're done with P.E., you guys high five and then we take showers together. You know, like, it's just that weird regimented, like, institutionalized sort of masculinity, femininity. So he's like, you got to take a fucking shower, you
1: pigs. Like, I yeah. don't give a fuck. It's, it's I'll go with, like, it is weird. Like, even as an adult, like, I don't give a shit about fat or I'm either fat or skinny or I am what I am. i I'm, I'm not body self-conscious, but I'm also not the guy. I've been in that very same locker room as an adult, and they've shifted that locker room around to put in the weirdest steam chamber I've ever seen. It sure, is a yeah. tiled steam room, if you could call it a room. It's about the size of a closet with one tile bench, and it, and it steams in sweet craven- lavender scents. And <laughs> you go sit in it, but there's only room for two people. I was like, oh, a little steam after my, I don't know, this was years ago, and I was, I had, like, swam or worked out there or something. My parents had a free visit in a coupon book. So I went, I'm sitting in there, and I have my towel on. Sure enough, the oldest guy with the, the widest, wrinkliest penis just walks in, like, nothing ever happened. And the thing is so small that literally, like, he just walks in, so now his... Junk is at my face, and he just sits down yeah. right next to me, so close that he's touching me because there's no other option. And he just goes, hey, he just goes,
2: "Sorry, <sighs> young fellow, my guts are in my nuts." Did
1: you graduate here? <laughs> it's like, stop it! <laughs> you stop <graduated> it! Here. <laughs> but it's like, oh well, my modern. So there's there's confidence, and then there's too much com- There's comfort, and there's a little too much, in my opinion. In my opinion, you know what? It must be great to be free as free as a jaybird but I feel like, there's but a Mr. Kranz ruined of, me. You know what? Ruined me. So let's settle out of court.
2: You need a liberal amount of shame. You need a little bit of shame, a little bit of self-conscious. Just at because least put a Because anybody that's on. too brash, because I remember I went to, in that same era, there was one kid who didn't give a fuck. It was like a Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> he was just this little guy. He took a shower, Str- like no shame whatsoever. Just like, just walking around, wide legged, walk, Mister Kranz, How you doing? Just walk by and just he shamed everybody else with his like bravado.
1: Was his name uh Nat? No, Verno was telling me it's the same story we were talking about. But we were on swim team together, and I had forgotten about this. Talk about no shame, and then add a, a a plus bar to it. Our buddy Nat. It's so funny now because it's just a, it sounds like something Greg Stone would do. But like he, Nat was just proud and he's not gay or anything like that. Um, Not that that would matter, but kind of does in this situation because he was like, I just love, uh, no, I, I love being able to know, know a guy by the look of his dick. So like he just, <laughs> <laughs> I
2: know, I know, I know what we're talking about. I didn't know the story about it, but I'm like,
1: yeah, that's him. So he could literally, or, 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 well, that's not the, not, not the face. He's like, I, it's like almost like that sketch ass pennies. He's like, yes. By, Verno was telling me, like, by dick. knowing exactly what your dick what your looks dick like, looks I like. own you. So Verno was like, we'd be walking down the hallway and he'd be like, curves to the left. He's got a we big dick. hog. He's got a skimpy, uncircumcised. He's got a mole. And like, he was like, he seriously knew them all.
2: So you just, oh, and he's such a, he's the perfect kid because he just had that. He's not, he wasn't a surfer, but he just had that, like, hey, oh, yeah, Cruz of the Left, cool, what? Like, just always, like, super talented artist. Super good
1: artist, yeah. Just
2: like, you could have hit him in the head with your fist and he'd be like, huh?
1: What's interesting about him is he's like, he's like, a, he was like, a, he was just stoned from birth and he never did any drugs. And even all his oh, art no. was like, what are you doing, Nat? And he'd be like, oh, just a psychedelic frog riding a rainbow. Oh, that was,
2: oh, yeah. You're yeah, oh,
1: uncircumcised yeah. prick. <laughs> like,
2: and that's what you didn't see was the other art. It's just the entire class's male genitalia done in that same style. And I will say that pissed me off. What? What? Because I was uh, in a, and that's just total like that, like nerd sort of like art competition. I was like, everybody likes this fucking art and all does is the same fucking thing. He just does
0: fucking the thing with psychedelic colors over it. God damn it. Right, now, he was back really, at what he I was did, really Nothing with, I
2: did was any better, but I was just like,
0: God damn it, it's such the same shit, man.
1: He was just good with a colored pencil, right? Not just oh good, man, but that- Oh, man, he's a fucking master, right? That's what I recall. Like blending, just, and that, blending like, colored I, pencils.
2: I'm embarrassed that I was mad because I was like, he's just really good at that thing. Who I gives think a shit.
1: Here's where it is, and, and it's shifted, but here's where I think you are right. First off, you're wrong because you, you were a kid and at the same thing because you were jealous and jealousy doesn't get anybody anywhere. You were jealous of his yeah. attention and probably his talent too. But I think you're justified because whether your technique or style was what it was, you weren't taking an image that you saw and reproducing it. You were yeah. making a – well, I was making a Tetris man co- – cup shovel footing oh, into no. a tongue I, I
2: was we were all doing the same thing but i was just like god damn everybody loves that one fucking frog that he did he worked out it for two years
1: <laughs> i remember the frog that was a good frog it's like mike lorenz no it one was it was, a, it was co- fucking amazing arm.
2: it totally was and i totally am unjustified in my anger and you're right it was all just straight up jealousy
1: no, that's the worst. Because that's I had a young buck trait. up on
2: my butt, and I was Not... about to leave the art program, and he was the hot stuff. Oh yeah, it's so dumb. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> I look at the shit I did, and I was like, "Yeah, his the shit that frog that he spent two years on is so good. It's yeah. way better."
1: Oh my god, I um,
2: I do more though. I did more though,
1: man. Uh, I don't know what gives a shit. A, uh, yeah, I remember it. like. I was, I was basically like, this is, this is brash, but it's not once you hear what it is. Like, I was like the, I was like Salvador Dali in high school, not in talent, because I don't think Salvador Dali's known for his talent. He's known for oh, being a yeah. fucking crook shyster. <laughs> and that's what I was in high school. Cause like, Very true, yeah. I like sold myself as this, like, are, uh, right now I feel like I'm selling myself short, but really a big part is like, oh, I'm an artist, man.
2: I'm not and, gay, I'm
1: an artist. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and then you... <laughs> I'm just laughing because I told somebody about the podcast today from down here who's now going to probably hear listen to this episode and be like, that guy's fucking gay. Because uh, <laughs> he won't listen to the previous geese- episode. Geese- but I'm remember. not one. <laughs> He's like, nope. That it's It might be the kind of attitude where it's like, you said it once, you are. That's like Watertown attitude. <laughs> Claim it. Claim it. <laughs> you did it. You said it once. Um, he, uh, where was I? Uh, where? Were, help me, help me, help me. Oh, uh, Salvador. Oh, Just we a were, shyster because yeah. like, yeah, I'm an artist and selling this and that. And they go, oh, can I see your work? Boom wormhead with sunglasses (laughs) boom (laughs) oj simpson pencil drawing bad mama Jamma on gray paper with white colored pencil they'd be like what do you mean but then i could sell it i'd be like that's the art man the art is in the lack of trying it's a
2: comment you were just you were about 15 years too early and in the wrong part of the country Cause that shit would have sold in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, five years ago. Dude. Oh,
1: right, right. Oh my God, yeah. Nothing, nothing sells like nothing sold like apathy about five years ago or lack of effort. If you had that Bad Man jam, put that on a t shirt. Oh, oh my God. Done. Oh, we still got t shirts. I was just looking over our other idea. Well, yeah, maybe I don't know if you could sell. We were gonna sell like what was it like? Bill Murray from Stripes with a picture of Dan Aykroyd that said "put put put, put the ball," <laughs> yeah, "put put put the ball." Yeah, but it's like it's it's the wrong movie, the wrong actor in the wrong movie, and the wrong dialogue from a different movie that the other actor that's not pictured was in. So that's to, no.
2: That's the thing we were like we're almost there. It can't be. It has to say Stripes. It can't be Dan Aykroyd. It has to be like. Belushi, okay, or someone oh, way oh, like George Carlin, right. and then has to say "put but, butt but the ball" Bill Murray.
1: Oh, and it has to say like, Bill just Murray enough
2: too. to make someone go,
1: yeah, "That's not Ghostbusters." Yeah, <laughs> you just have, You know what? Like Bill Murray's image has become so iconic that I literally saw it on a shirt like two days ago. Just like a really simple graphic image of Bill Murray. Why don't mm. we just make a series of shirts? With other actors' faces on it graphically like that, and just say Bill Murray under it. So it'll be a picture of of uh, Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi. It'll say Bill Murray (laughs) under it. It'll be a picture of Joe Piscopo, and it'll say Bill Murray under it. It'll be a picture of Eddie Murphy. It'll say Bill Murray (laughs) under it it'll be a picture of whose a picture of Chris Kattan, and it'll say Bill Murray on this. <laughs> Chris Kattan's the best.
2: So like what but they could all be done in the style of those prison photos
1: but they all say Bill Murray so they all look like mugshots. Yeah, why? Cuz everybody like,
2: loves a good mugshot tea.
1: It'll spark some kind of conversation but I guarantee you depending on what market you're in if you're in a nerd market it'll spark the best kind of like frothing at oh, the mouth But like, that's the thing don't you got to pick
2: it. The Bill Murray movie and then just do a really derivative quote like Caddyshack or just do the like ghost, <laughs> but attach it to Caddyshack and then have not Bill Murray, but
1: attributed it to Bill Murray. Oh, so you put a Bill Murray quote under a you different actor's Bill face. Murray, yeah. Yes. So, okay. So what's a famous, uh, uh, so it would
2: say Ghostbusters, it would be Chris Kattan and then it would say, "Put oh, put put the ball, Bill oh, Murray.
1: Oh, yeah. What is, but like, what's an actual quote he says in Caddyshack? Doesn't he say like, like, eh, we got it, we got it. I don't know. I don't we're going to need now. it. <laughs> it's going to say, oh my God, you just got it. You just got it. Caddyshack, picture of Chris Kattan. And then underneath <laughs> it, it just says, we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> a co- we're going to need Bill a bigger Murray. boat. Dash, Bill Murray, like like he said it in italics, right? <laughs> you know exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the shirt right there. Perfect. We got it. henning design it. No, i don't worry. I can make it. What did I design? <laughs> Chris Catan's
2: the perfect person because it's like I know that guy. He's not. Wait, what? He's not Bill Murray.
1: Because <laughs> it has to. It, it's not going to be Mango. It'll be Chris <laughs> no, Katan, <no>. the man, <laughs> or Jim Brewer. <laughs> I was thinking about Jim Brewer. Yeah. Actually, the, the, Jim Brewer is interesting because I heard him on a. I uh, yeah, – I don't want to get into any bashing. I heard him on a podcast and I was like, yeah, oh, that's an interesting guy. But like he's that guy. He seems to be that guy that like – you know how they say like – I don't think our high school did it, but high schools are like voted most funny. And the person they always vote mm-hmm. most funny is just the fucking bully. Right. He's just the guy that picks on people or picks on the teachers to get like a shitty laugh. You know, Jim Brewer, from what I heard of is that guy like he was the guy who was like kind of like would pull pranks and like pick on people. He's kind of like a harsh comedy. And that guy really he's like the one guy that was like that that made it because those guys don't go on to be comics because they're cowards because the reason they're picking on people is because they have their own insecurities. They're not the, yet. It's the nerds that they're picking on that become empowered by their experience that become the the comics. So for some reason, they get Jim picked Brewer on enough navigated. where they go like,
2: "I'll pick on myself, yeah, right?" And dig deep, and then I'll pick on you because I'm so self aware, right? I'm gonna jerk off in front of your girlfriend.
1: Got it. He just should have paid hookers to do it. Should've done I, that. I should have. But you've talked about it. It's definitely psychological and not sexual. That's a fucking oh, no. w- I heard somebody let me put this out there. it's it's someone else has said it, but it's so poignant and good and I was like, I didn't think of it like that. I keep getting uh, eye openers. But she's like, You know what makes me more pissed off than that he did it or in in that makes it worse that he did it is he would go on stage every night and a big part of his act was that he was the champion for women in being the guy yes. that was talking about how shitty men were so he would yep. be jerking off in front of like somebody that didn't uh didn't want it uh yeah. didn't approve it and then he would go out on stage and be like god guys are such morons you women are so smart and it's just You're like so good. this this woman was this person was talking about it, and she's like when i think about that i want to fucking yeah explode i was like that's a really good point in,
2: and I, I i'll side with her in that but also in like now that i'm a dad and you're you will be a dad soon like i loved his humor about being a dad and like being a dad i can i'm like yeah no dude he was on to something he's so good and i'm just like you fucking pig right like you have daughters like i have a daughter and your comedy was so funny, and so, and I it it doesn't mean it's less funny, but it's like I don't
1: that's a really good point i don't know, I don't know how that'll shift, but like I think about that because I, and I don't like everybody's got uh, many all these people have kids, I should say, all these people getting accused, but yeah, louis c k made his children, not his actual children, but made the fact that he was a single dad and like would do anything for his kids, which I think is true, mm-hmm. yeah, except for he wouldn't. Stop you know, <laughs> yeah, up. Right, yeah. But what's interesting is he made it such a big part of his act and his show is him caring for his daughters being such a caring guy. And now yeah. it's like, well, you got to look at that like, okay, so you were putting up like a, a sheet over like your behavior. Like some, you know, the two can't work in tandem. I would imagine I'm not a dad, but I would yeah. have, you know, that's got, I'm, hey, listen to this. I'm not a dad. And I feel like a dad the moment I finish and I'm looking something online, I just go, Oh, these poor these poor women, these poor kids. Yeah. It's awful. Like you can't shut the screen off fast enough and you're like, I'm never gonna do that. Oh, again. Yeah, like, I'm a horrible person. I'm a horrible person. I'm a horrible person. I'm not a dad. So I can imagine like and that is something entirely different, by the way. But I I felt like
2: that feeds the thing. Like that's the Jekyll and Hyde of like why he was so good. Like, I'm sure... I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure, but... I bet he's a really good dad. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah,
1: no. Because he gets
2: that fucking whatever... monstrous thing out and...
1: W- however he did.
2: He yeah, the... should have done it in a healthy way, maybe. Seen, That's what
1: I was going to say. Uh, the... <laughs> like,
2: he, sh- he was very unhealthy, his execution.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I'll say this, and I'm not... I'm, there's, there's no reason anybody should take advice from me, but I... Jecture, I don't think that's a word. I say this. If you're a comic, the best, and you uh uh want to behave badly, your best role model in the comedy world has to be none other than Jim Norton. Jim Norton yes. is oh, Jesus, absolutely, and it is, by the way, it's eating him from the inside out. He has to go to all these rooms. But he's like, I'm a fucking sexual deviant, and I'm going to tell you all my deviancy, but by the way, all my deviancy, while it might be illegal because I pay for it, it is what it is, and everybody mm-hmm. is a willing participant. Yeah. And he and he also is it's, what's interesting of his dynamic is he's deeply sh- he he he's deeply shamed by it. And then like like he just If he could like meet himself in
2: reality and kill his his own self like in hand to hand combat I think he would. Yeah, right? He's just like Like he won't so commit hard suicide, on but if he could murder himself, like split himself in I feel like maybe his sexual fantasy in a world like it's sort of like the prestige. Right. Like if he could prestige himself, he would murder himself every single night.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but at the same but and I get and his com- combating that is just to be like that's what I do. Every you guys are going to judge me. Yeah. Every once in a while, I fun. suck a dick. That's his new in thing the lately. Open, man. Yeah. And he's like, and I paid for it.
2: That's what you got to do to get through life. He's proven like his catharsis is comedy and be getting on stage. So
1: the weirder version of that is uh, I don't know if you listen to Doug Stanhope's podcast, but like he has since talked about he and his, I think she's either, I think it's just his girlfriend. He has this girlfriend that's pretty iconic. In relation to him Named Bingo And they now have An open relationship And for any of you Mm -hmm. Out there that don't know Doug Stanhope One He's one of the best comics Ever Working today for sure But he's just amazing Mm -hmm. But two He is like Water If Watertown South Dakota Could Grow A body And be A man (laughs) just be a human
2: because he it's like star man but it's a city right. city man
1: yes he's just really gross and not ashamed of it and he goes to gross things he hangs out with the type of people that you would walk into a room with. you meaning <laughs> without, people would walk into a room and just go i can't be in this room like he, bat he, why he, did you invite me here you walk into it's those rooms you walk into and you just go Nothing good can come up tonight. You get like a no, feeling nothing. in the pit of your stomach. You're like, I'm either going to do a drug I'm not supposed to do. This place is going to get raided. That guy's done time. Like that's like his crew. Oh, yeah. no. And so Doug Sanhope will talk about like this open relationship he has with the crustiest people that he, they meet on the road. And he's open about everybody's consenting. But like you can just like you can almost like smell the smells coming across <laughs> out of the podcast. <sighs> I don't know how I got on that. It's been a sexy episode in the worst ways. Very sexy,
2: yeah. Not yeah, not in like a, a sexy good way.
1: No, I don't think that exists anymore. It's over. But that's, that's for the kids. That's
2: heteronormative. What's your sexy? That's not sexy to me. I got my own sexy. Yeah, buns are faces. Faces are buns. Faces are buns. Up is down. Black is white. You know, we it's- We got tins. We got Kraut Jars.
1: We got Chump Uckets. We got, uh, we got, uh, we, Henny and I played a game recently about Night Court porn and I was, so there's an actual, we're going to talk about it on the next episode of Night Court, which I actually, uh, we're going to talk about the next episode of Night Court and, um, uh, we actually found an actual porn parody of Night Court Mm. and I don't know, I don't think I asked you, do you know what the title of it is? Did I tell you the title of it?
2: I think you mentioned it, but I don't. I'm trying to guess if it if it's gonna be throw mama from the main vein ask or if they're just gonna go night porn.
1: <sighs> night porn is good. I'll tell you Hennings' guess and then you can give a guess because Hennings' guess is not right, but it is. It's very throw mama from the main vein. Actually, it's very yeah. amazing. Oh, you maybe you heard it, but it's a uh, full court press. Ooh,
2: that's good.
1: <sighs> and he came out with that because that could like,
2: also be like. Like bat, like Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, like eighties basketball porn too.
1: See, that's why we're in. Like everything we touch is gold. Do you know how well a porno of a it doesn't have to. It can be gay or straight, but let's just go straight of a woman and uh, a woman dressed up like Larry Bird getting mm-hmm. together with Magic Johnson. <laughs> oh man, yes. and his name's Magic Johnson. And her name can be- <laughs> just, It's actually Magic. It's Irvin Magic Johnson. Her name can be Larry Do My Bird. I don't know if Because it would
2: be, be a hot it. seller. That's when he got the, you know-
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, that'll be part of the plot.
2: Uh, some it's guy playing-
1: him. Some guy- And you know what's what's amazing is it can just be a trick, and it'll be fake magic bird porn. But about 10 minutes in, it just plays that weird AIDS awareness video hosted by Arsenio Hall. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Arsenio and him. Oh, God. Uh, uh, so that's a great idea. Uh, no, the name is Night Cunt. Ooh. And it's starring okay. Nostra Dumbass, Blue Bulls, Shannon. Oh, Blue Bulls? I like Blue Bulls. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, how'd I get on that? A porn parody? Uh, I don't know. We are just talking Star- about...
2: Sex, babe. What's sexy for you? Sexy for oh, me. No matter,
1: man. Here's what happens with sexy. We're so in this is another hype. I'm coming up with a lot of hypotheses. I'm, I'm throwing them up. You're hitting them down. Um, porno has gotten so outrageous that it has reversed. So people are no longer looking for like gaping gorillas from grad. They're looking for sure, like yeah. silent era you know, dance porn. Like, they're like, it's gone so far beyond oh, they're that they're dialing back. it back. Like, I just have they're to see. They're looking for the
2: the video Thomas Edison made after the kiss. Right, exactly. Which kissing, kissing his landing strip.
1: Right, exactly. They're looking for kind of the pear-shaped woman with, you know, hat, didn't hit the landing strip. Kind of, <laughs> kind of, you can tell she just got done eating a... Some potatoes. <laughs>
2: she's got a belly full of stew. Yeah, you, exactly. You know, but she, that's what makes it sexy—is she's well fed. And well,
1: or the other video where you like, what makes it sexy is you know it's like the depression, so you can see in her face all she's thinking about is her next meal. <laughs> oh God, that's so dark. That is so dark, right?
2: <laughs> I bet you could find that right now, which is so sad.
1: <sighs> There's a market to be tapped. We need to make. There's, we need a, to, a silent digit? era, Throw- magic <laughs> bird, starring uh, Arsenio Hong. <laughs> but then the AIDS awareness video just
2: turns into its own porno. Oh, that's In the middle, weird. it just becomes like a, a porno within a porno.
1: Mr. Johnson, you have AIDS, and I want you to give it to me. God, that's so gross and there's just some silent woman in the back corner just i'm so hungry <laughs>
2: cranking on an old Vitrola to play the music
1: <laughs> oh my god that's like yeah i think i've seen that in like some actually good show where they like like the big thing was like a li- when stag parties were like an event where men would like yeah kiss their wives and we see you honey i'm hanging out with the guys tonight and they'd have their like you know, their tie pin on and they they head out the door and then they go to a movie theater and sit like gentlemen with their yeah. fucking boners pressed up against their zippers because they're not going <laughs> to do anything about it and just not. sit in silence and watch porno as some other guy's like cranking it and then and <laughs> literally like, like a guy on a cello is playing music to it. God, <laughs> uh,
2: it's like they're fucking college freshmen and it's like, oh, he's just got a DVD player. Let's go to this. Sex store. We're just gonna watch
1: it. <laughs>
2: Not like nothing's gonna happen.
1: Oh, it's so gross! You, and but then you just gotta hear the the guy. You're like, because my experience is that, like, we, yep, we found a porno and we sat in silence and watched it together, like good Midwesterners. And then I talked to friends from like other parts of the country, like, yeah, we'd uh put a porno tape in. I'd say, I'm coming in in five minutes, so finish jerking off, and then I'm gonna jerk off, and then we'll go shoot hoops. <laughs> See, that's
2: Midwestern nice. <laughs> We just watch it together, and then we all jerk off in the privacy of our own homes. Yeah, you got to memory bank it. But we watch it in its entirety. I feel like that's the only time a a pornographic tape has ever been run beginning
1: to end in one sitting. What makes me – I'm thinking of a good sketch idea. You know that old idea, that old – the story of the the three-piece band that went down with the Titanic? Yes, oh shit, yes. I'm thinking about two guys. I'm already like... One guy uh, projecting <laughs> porno it. on an old projector, and one guy <laughs> playing the music to it, They're like, we'll go down with the ship.
2: Arguing over who's going to like... And then there's one guy that's just like free-handed. So they're arguing like, but then you gotta do the cello, so then you crank the thing, so then I can...
1: Oh, oh! so they, I was thinking they would just be like the gross guys. Like they weren't, they weren't doing anything to it themselves. They were just playing it for the patrons and guys were like running by, like, what are you doing? They're no, like, you, Can you I interest c- you, sir? You
2: just cut out the jello. And it's that same dramatic scene of the band playing, but it's one guy very
1: dutifully cranking yes, exactly. the porno video out. And it's one other guy dutifully just like masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> and then he finishes and then he gets up and and like, he's like, gentlemen, I wish you a safe good night. <laughs> and then the guy like starts to walk puts away. a wig. On. <laughs> then That's they both like start wind. to walk in different directions and the one guy looks over his shoulder because the guy is like, um, what's his name from that movie, Kinsey? And he's already masturbating again, and the guy's like <laughs> just walks back over and starts playing the cello <laughs> to him again. It has been an honor <laughs> masturbating at you. Speaking of, I saw did you know what it's called in a penitentiary when somebody masturbates? at someone? No, it's called gunning. Gunning? And it's a big infraction and I so I've been watching this prison show which this will be this will be uh good to um to end with as um I'm watching this lockup show or it's like lockup so do state prison. you pump
2: and then you get it to the point, and they give it a couple. Another, <laughs>
1: no, it's not shooting at anybody. You're just like gunning for them. The real gunning part is like the attitude. Like you make eye contact and you fucking jerk off at them. It has nothing to do with oh, depositing. Gosh. So it's not
2: like like Meeks from Silence of the Lambs, where he quick
1: does it and then no, throws no, at no. It. I'm sure that's okay. got a different name. It just means like masturbating at someone. I'm gonna send you. It's the a... toughest way to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna send you the most amazing episode of it's the most recent season that's on Netflix and it's the one about sexual predators and there is okay. a guy on there who um purposely it's like out of a movie you can't write this like out of a prison mm-hmm. movie this guy purposely he's he's a flasher so he like they call him a chomo for child molester but he's perfect. He's got the glasses. He's bald. He's got the the Clint Howard hair grease back. It's like, <laughs> See, and this is 2010. He looks like he's from 1980. It's perfect. He's paunchy and he's an asshole. But a big part of it is he knows that they everybody knows why he's in there. So he purposely tries to keep himself. This is a straight up movie. Tries to keep himself out of general Gen pop of the general population by breaking rules because if he goes out there like people are going to kill him because he's one he's a child and two he's such an asshole and three he's accelerated his assholeness to try and make sure he because what happens is if you're such a big dick and that people make a life like a threat against you you have to stay in um lockup like solitary or they call it sag something but So he's trying to make as many enemies as possible. So think about a child molester that looks like he looks and is already a prime target and then looking in the face of like a crip and going like, if I get out, I'm going to fuck your daughter. And it's just like, oh my God. Like, so these are the relationships he creates, but what he doesn't know, this is so amazing. He doesn't know every other prison system in the country has that policy that he has to be separated except for this one prison he's in in Colorado. And they're like, no, we make it a purposeful point that one child molesters are in general population. And two, that, um, we do not play by the prisoners rules. So if you, we discover that you're purposely breaking rules to get locked up privately, we guarantee you, you'll be in gem pop. So this guy does all this stuff and they're like, well, I, Get your stuff. We're transferring would, to Genpop, Pop. And he's an asshole to them, too. And he's like, no, motherfucker. I ain't going there. I want to see the warden. So they bring the warden, and he's like, he's such an asshole to them. And he's like, no, you're going to Genpop." Pop. And he's like, and, it's, and they're like straight up. They're like, and it's going to be really hard for you. Make sure to find us. Make it. sure to find us if there's a threat, because we'll take care of it. But you made a lot of enemies already, and you got a lot of time to do. And by the way... That homemade shank that you made to get you locked up longer, not only is that not going to work to get you locked up separate, we're not bringing criminal charges against you. So gonna you're going to be in general pop longer. longer. And you just see this guy go, no, no, no! like it's no! almost like the sister There's time now. It's like the sisters in Shawshank Redemption as like his hands, like he like scraped when the, oh, when the prison guard like pulls him back into the cell when they're beating him. No, no, no. It's such a good episode. To say that I'm happy to hear that
2: is, it's not true. I'm not happy to hear that anybody, any physical horrible harm
1: should befall anybody.
2: But if it has
0: to.
1: It's
2: yeah. I that mean, guy's my uh, he's my pick. He's my number one draft pick.
1: When you see him, Casey though, you're gonna be like, I need that guy in a shirt with Bill Murray's name under it. His face <laughs> is so perfect. <laughs> um was it just it, says, I'm fuck your daughter. <laughs> oh no. <Bill> Murray. no. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect.
2: <laughs> the Crip's gonna shank you if or you, Bill Murray.
1: Yeah, if you uh they they show one guy who's like He's in there for murder. Like, the, the biggest predator in the in the prison fish tank, if you're a child molester, you're a shark, is a guy that's in prison doing life. So, they don't give a fuck. Sure. So, yeah. this one guy, like, you were talking about how, like, I don't understand how people can do that with daughters. He's like, my... Mm-hmm. I've been put in prison for a purpose. And this is a big ass dude with a big beard. Fucking... One of those guys who lifts hefty bags full of fucking water for weights. And he's mm-hmm. like, my... Only mission into life, in life, is to make child yeah. molesters' lives miserable. I want to Jesus. make them, I want to put the fear in God in them. So the next time they see a little child when they get out, they'll see my face. And I was just like, I gave me goosebumps. I was like, and then meanwhile, this guy walks by, puts poop in a shampoo like, bottle. <laughs> this guy puts poop in a shampoo <laughs> bottle and puts it in this, the child molester poos this other guy's fucking cell. That's how crazy it is. And then he gets released in the general population with Jesus. people like that. He's alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Never go to prison. You're going to have no friends.
1: Oh my God. No, I don't know. Like that. Uh, that was so amazing. It's like a good, like you, th- you think it makes sense up in your head. Kind of like I have to do this uh-huh. time, but I cannot, like they will kill me because prison's a scary. Yeah. We've talked about how much I, fear prison but like as a child molester
0: yeah.
1: fuck I can't even like just nope. fucking kill yourself kill yourself yeah. but this guy was proud by the way that we've done a video nothing worse there's nothing worse than a proud child molester pervert park this guy's mayor of pervert yeah. park nothing worse i don't think yeah. so, i really don't think there is and i'm yeah other than a, that that's the type of guy that wants the job checking out hogs in the shower room, <laughs> he's doing the the uh, multicolored uh, psychedelic hog pictures. <laughs> Until one kid gets wise and shampoo bottles him. <laughs> uh, one of the things he does is shampoo bottles himself, and then says that somebody else did it. So this guy spread his own shit on himself and around his cell to try and get kept in his in his little isolation. And they're just like, nope. Nope, that was easy. Get your, get your poopy things now. You gotta watch. I see through this. that. Joy work. It's joy work for everyone out there. Well check it out. What do you say? All right, was that are we doing it?
2: I, I think, think so. Uh, we're. I think we're doomed.
1: I th- yeah, I think. Uh, do you think we brought people down on this one? Shower bottle your enemies, or shower shower bottle yourself. Maybe get yourself if you want some. If you want time now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> jerk
1: practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Alright, there was. Episode 71. Put it in the Chomo Tank with our buddy. Uh and uh and and sit on it and wiggle squints. I don't know what that meant. Anyways, uh thank you so much for listening. Uh we're working it out slowly but surely. And, uh, and it's all good times. A lot of prison talk there at the end. A lot. So if you're listening to this, you, you know, you're probably having those, uh, uh, incarceration anxieties like I wake up in cold sweats with. Anyways, if you like the pod, please go back, uh, rate, review, uh, write us a review. <laughs> oh man, listen to our other podcast. Have a good night, Court. It's also on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. We have a blog at jerkpractice.com and we're also on the, the facebook and i think that's it i mean i don't know what the cold is but i think i think you need some ch- more of it oh boy oh boy
0: oh boy you ready to go i'm not talking press oh i'm sorry i didn't make it stay 15 seconds of finding When he finished verbally sparring with the correctional staff, Schreiber explained what brought him to prison.
2: My original sex crime was uh, an attempted sexual assault on a 13-year-old girl.
0: You know, people with AIDS and HIV aren't faceless strangers anymore. They are our family, friends, and partners. We have learned that this virus can affect anyone, especially teenagers. Do you know what AIDS and HIV are? Do you know how to get them? More importantly, do you know how to avoid getting them? If you don't know, get the video. It's called Time Out. The truth about HIV, AIDS, and you.
1: I have a history of repeated flashing. I'm like a serial flasher. This is my sixth conviction. I've never flashed anyone younger than 13, but I have a predilection for 13 to like uh, 18. Somewhere in the danger zone for me, I call it the danger zone where it's, you know, jail
2: day, very, very risky. There's my neighbors going off right now. They know about me. That's why they're making me.